Hey there, welcome back. I want to talk to you about this whole George Carlin special made by Artificial Intelligence. Man, I I was going to play some of it so you'd know what I'm talking about, but you probably heard about it already. I was going to link to it so you can check it out yourself, but I'm not going to do that. I listened to three minutes of it uh, in one of the comedy discords. A bunch of the comics in there were saying, oh, it's horrible. It's uh, it's not that funny. And, you know, it sounds a bit like him, but not enough. And I have a very different take. This is horrible. We shouldn't allow this stuff to happen. And by allow, I mean we should push back. I don't... I don't know about the legalities and all that. I'm surprised that um, his daughter, who spoke out, George Carlin's daughter, Kelly Carlin, she's spoken out against this, basically saying you can't replicate her father and an entire life's work into a, a machine and just spit out a comedy special. I'm surprised she hasn't sued. I'm surprised Will Sasso is involved in this. And I was reading an article just a little while ago where in one of the introductions before they showed a clip, he's saying, this is bad, Uh, we shouldn't do this, but he's still working on the podcast, so I guess he covered himself. I don't know. Nobody ever wants to take a stand especially when there's a paycheck involved. But my opinion on it is you can't take one of the comics who most would consider on the Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedians and tarnish him like that. We're just going to let one of the the symbols of stand-up comedy get played like that? And and to the people in the Discord, I understood what they were saying, that it's not that good. This is the first one that's come out. It's going to get way better, way quicker. That's how artificial intelligence seems to be progressing. And I listened to it. I don't know if it's... I've been hearing that it's not fully just AI, It's also Will Sasso's impression, which I don't know if that's true or not. Hopefully he didn't do an impression to help this thing along. Um, And that they edited the material and punched it up a bit. But when when I heard it, it was pretty convincing to me, especially for this early on. And so I'm making this video not just because... I think it's a travesty, but how do you deal with it now as a comic? Because, again, people will say, well, it's not that good, it's, it's going to get better. Now think of all of the jobs for voice actors for animated shows or for video games. Those are going to go away. Do you understand? 
if they could duplicate your voice, that's what the big SAG-AFTRA fight was about, at least in part. They're already doing this. Some games on stream, whatever the hell that is, they're already using AI voices. Who does that hurt? You. It's it's and believe me, it's it's alluring this whole artificial intelligence thing. Um I use thumbnails from AI images. I like the ones that are bad in general. But I just used one of the dog in the spacesuit. I'm gonna stop doing that. Unless it's really bad and, and showing that AI is goofy. Um but I'm guilty of it, and I didn't realize what I was participating in until watching that George Carlin hour of material. It was convincing to me, but it's the height of stealing. How could I before that? How could I give that a thumbs up? That's the cardinal sin of comedy. If I, as a human being, went through all 14 of George Carlin's stand-up specials, scraped it all, did an analysis of it, learned his comedic voice, and then duplicated it, but with different material, same topics and all that, you'd call me a thief, and rightfully so. Apparently, there's part of... um, what they have the George Carlin voice say is how wonderful it's going to be because we're going to have all these dead comedians being newscasters and pumping out material about the today's events and what's going on. And no, we're <laughs> what? And it'll happen. That's the terrifying thing. It will happen. Mark my words, unless there's some kind of intervention. Because human beings can be short-sighted. These corporations want to make as much money as they possibly can. So if they decided one day, okay, we're just going to pay off the creators of South Park and we're going to do this all AI with AI voices for Cartman and Kenny and all that. It's all pretty basic animation. How would you know? How would you be able to tell if it got sophisticated enough? You'd only know if someone spoke out, if someone told you. Same with The Simpsons. I mean, so they're definitely going to try to do it, the corporations in Hollywood. Because generally, the biggest expense for any company is their payroll and payroll taxes and health insurance and 401k and all of that. The people that could stand in the way, the, and I don't want to put too much of this on Will Sasso because I don't, I don't know everything about all of this. I, don't, I haven't dug into the details because it's, it's not relevant, because I'm going to give you a path forward. Um, but I don't know, need to know every aspect of it. But if Will Sasso said, no, I'm quitting, somebody else would do it. That's the reality. 
that's why when a club says, okay, we're knocking down the features pay by 50 bucks a show, they can do it and get away with it because there's going to be MCs willing to move up to feature regardless of the pay. There's very little solidarity when money's involved. It's unfortunate, but that's human nature. You don't have to do that. You can stick by your principles. You'll pay a price for that. I have. I was on a show and the host stole my bit or stole my joke that I said the first time we taped it. And then we retaped it in front of a live studio audience. And she introduced the segment using my joke. So I couldn't use the joke. And then I was befuddled. And I'm waiting for the justice police to come down and say, uh, what? No, everybody here just heard Rich Williams say this joke. You can't do it now, Chelsea Handler. I was on the very first episode. And she did that to me. Nobody cared. But I did. I cared a lot. I boycotted that show. I went from being on the very first episode where they were talking to me about being a regular to saying, I'm not doing this again. I won't allow this. And then they, uh, I think... Two or three years later, they contacted me to do it, and I said, all right, I'll do it if I can promote this website that I'm working on, which was Blue Collar or Die. And they said, oh, well, we can't do that. I said, okay. I'm boycotting you again. I'm I'm not going to do it. And what were the repercussions of that? Well... A lot of my friends became household names because they were on Chelsea Lately five nights a week. They toured with her. They didn't know what happened. They weren't at the taping. I didn't tell a ton of people about it. I don't care now. I actually didn't care then. I don't like Chelsea Handler because how she treated my friend Brody Stevens. And even when he passed, she couldn't even tweet a condolence. He was her warm-up comic for many years. I don't don't want this to stray off too much into personal things. And you know me, I don't like talking negatively about comics, but she stole from me. She stole from me. And she was a real jerk to Brody, who was the warm-up comic and a panelist on that show. So fuck her. But yeah, I there were consequences, and I knew that there would be consequences. It's not like I was blackballed. They didn't do anything to set out to harm me. I still like the the booker who booked me. He was he is a great guy. Um and everybody else involved in that show. I have no issue with them. But because I said I'm never doing the show again, I didn't get the opportunities that 
my friends got. And maybe I wouldn't have done well in those scenarios. Who knows? You can't, like, I always try to balance it out. I try to be fair. But yeah, a lot of comics went on to very big things from that. I did not. But I'm happy with who I am. I'd much prefer the route that I took, even in retrospect. So somebody's going to do these AI things. Ultimately, it's going to come down to the audience. If regular people say, nah, nah, I don't want to see Patrice O'Neill in a hologram doing jokes at some computer wrote. I've had enough of the algorithm. I'm not going to let AI tell me that this is what Patrice thought or he would have thought based on a predictive model. That's who we have to count on now. So what does it mean for you as a comedian? Well, you better get out there. You better do everything you can to make a name for yourself as a human being, online, with clips. Hold on. Willie, stop chewing that. Thank you. There might be a bill that I'm not going to pay. Um, don't rush yourself in terms of if you're not ready, but rush yourself in terms of doing the work. Hold on. Willie, Willie, you want cookies? Come. Do the work and then get yourself out there. I mean, you don't have to panic, but think about show business now. When's the last new sitcom you've seen? There used to be a traditional way that comics could make a living and have a career doing this. It's you do the open mics, you start working clubs, you do the road, you build a fan base, you move out to L.A., You get seen by people, you get a development deal, they build a sitcom around you, you're a big star. Think of all the comics who've gone that route. You do The Tonight Show, your money goes up on the road, you start developing more of a fan base because you're exposed to more people. You start, maybe uh, they give you a book deal if you become really famous. You get a movie of your own. All of those things. Those things are starting to go away. But at the same time, the internet is becoming bigger and bigger. I didn't think Joey Diaz was going to have much of a career at one point during our friendship. Because he was so raw and so tremendously funny. But he was dealing with his own things uh, his own demons, I'll just put it that way. He's very open about that stuff. And he, he did some movies and stuff like that, but because of the internet, because of podcasting, he was able to go directly to the consumer, directly to his potential fan base. And look at his career now. I, I assume he's a multimillionaire. He's beloved by his fans. So whatever you're putting off, if it's a podcast, if it's an open mic, if it's writing a joke, you don't have time to wait. 
you didn't have time before because life goes by quickly, a lot faster than you think. But now, imagine you're competing with Norm MacDonald again and Richard Pryor and all these comics. They're just going to flood social media with that stuff, that crap. And I personally think there'll always be a market for, this is crazy to even say, for human beings. But imagine you're an illustrator. You went to college. You've been drawing your whole life. You you got a degree and you go to work for some, a newspaper. Or I knew a guy who was a famous illustrator for like the Wall Street Journal. And now you can just, Type in a prompt on Midjourney, and it takes your own work. This is a famous guy. Takes your work, replicates it, and spits it out. It's insane. They'll always be... Well, I don't want to say always, because I never thought this stuff would happen. My hope is, my belief is, there will all be, always be a room. F- there will always be room for live entertainment, live stand-up comedy, live music. But I don't know. I don't think people have really given much thought to this. It used to be when there would be a, a change this big in our country... We would have ethicists discuss what the ramifications are. There were institutions that would be on different sides, the church, the government, the arts, and they would discuss these things to say, hey, I know we can do it, but should we do it? It seems like that's all out the window now. Everybody's just fending for themselves. So my message to you, is get your ass to work. Make it now while there's so many opportunities for you. Don't delay. Don't jump to things that you're not ready for yet. Make sure, you, make sure it's quality, but jump on making, it, making sure it's quality. All right, Willie's been a bit of a pain today, and I'm, I'm changing parts of my house around to get ready for going back into stand-up. The good thing for me is I don't think any artificial intelligence would ever duplicate me because no one gives a shit. Except for you, right, Willie? Will AI tell you to stop chewing on stuff? See, we have a connection. Nobody can replace you. Yet. Yet.